on episode 26 of RVA Real Estate Talk. Will real estate agents become obsolete? It's a question we get all the time. We're going to deep dive into that. If you've wondered that before, this podcast is for you. You're listening to RVA Real Estate Talk with Jared Davis and Galen Parker, your source for an honest, insightful look into Central Virginia's real estate market. Combined, Jared and Galen have over 20 years sales experience, as well as hundreds of testimonials from clients past and present who rely on them for advice and assistance when buying and selling homes in today's incredibly hot and competitive real estate market. And now, your hosts, Jared Davis and Galen Parker. I am Jared Davis. And I am Galen Parker. How you doing, buddy? I am your realtor's favorite realtor. Man, you I'm got doing, that in real fast. I mean, you got to get in there. Sneak it in there. I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. I'm We're, lying. I would love some coffee. I was like, as you walked in with a coffee, like, We got a different like, video thing going on now. We can just, we they can just can't swap see it, this. So they'll just see it like I like that. Oh, if you're listening, if you're watching on YouTube, though. Yeah. I um, <sighs> I saw that coming in. I was like, man, I wish I could stop getting some coffee. But you know what? I'm just going to go off of just I had general to. I've been to the chiropractor this morning. I've mm. been to get a haircut this Did you get morning. Twisted up? Uh, I've ratified a deal this morning, Snack, and it's and only like oh, it's eleven now. I guess it's kind of late. <laughs> I wish it was like nine. I feel like I got a lot done considering what time <laughs> it is, but maybe not. No, I'm great. We're at the end of the year right now, depending on when you listen to this podcast. But we are we are Looks moving like into we the new year. We all. we have been building out a a slew of content for you guys. Uh, we are splitting YouTube channels, right? We are indeed. How? Why are we doing that? We are going to take our focus. One, you're going to get more of us. I know that's what you guys wanted. You guys woke up and you said, I need more Gar- Galen and Jared. So mm. that's what you're going to get. We're going to have some um, client-facing focus information. Then we're going to have some, if you're a real estate agent, you have just general questions, how to get into the biz. We're going to satisfy. We're going to scratch that uh Itch. That itch. I was about to say, yeah. uh, we're going to fill, fill that, that bucket. bucket. We're going to fill that bucket. <laughs> uh, <that's laughs> if you guys don't know what that means, so like yesterday. No one knows what that means. No one. That's that's <laughs> not a saying. We were on like a training call and like the person leading the call was like, man, I just love that. That just really fills my bucket. Me and Jared like, fills that Ugh, I don't like that. Mean? I don't like I it at all. Like, oh, don't, don't stop saying that. But she kept saying it like over and over again. Like I could like look at the faces of the <laughs> other people and they were all like, it's stop please stop like that's not a thing but yeah so so if you listen to this podcast or if you're watching this podcast uh we had a lot of local related videos on our channel as well and so we thought that was a little confusing for you the consumer so this podcast is mainly for real estate agents for people looking to grow their business grow their teams uh investors as well that's what we try to do we try to help and coach real estate agents to grow but then on the flip side we also have videos uh locally in our city richmond to try to pick up buyers and sellers and things like that so that's going to be our other channel which is living in richmond virginia so if you're local to richmond you should check out living in richmond and subscribe to that and otherwise make sure you stay subscribed to this channel or podcast all that good stuff because we're going to have some other videos coming out as well in 2022. Galen, you were forever posting. So what how I'm many, doing how right many now, selfies like, can you take a day? There's like a angry man standing behind me, also known as our producer. <laughs> well, like some of these, some these looking, pictures are amazing. I'm looking at the camera and you're making the focus go crazy because it's tracking your hand. He's like, oh God. He's like, what's happening back there? <laughs> crazy old man. All righty. Uh, deep dive topic today. I know we've been ranting a lot on these podcasts because we just love to talk to each other and we hope you that you love listen, listening to us, but we're going to try to get into these deep dives sooner rather than later. That way we can really jump in if you're out and about and get to the meat of the bones. So Mike, let's deep dive and fill this bucket. It kind of worked, right? Still waiting on music. 
one job. Potato with arms. Mike's one job. There we go. It's really good in my one ear. All right. And deep dive. Galen. Hey. Question. Got it. Will so- realize. <laughs> Apparently not. What's happening? Will real estate agents become obsolete? Absolutely. Wait, no. Just kidding. (laughs) You know, this is a great topic and question that we get because everyone wants to figure out a way to do business without humans. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You go to the go to the grocery store, self checkout. I was there in that age of self checkout, and like I remember being in like people were like, "Oh no, am I out of a job?" And I'm like, "Really? We we bag groceries. Do you really care that much?" So they got self checkout. Don't now, care at all. Now even when you go to McDonald's, I'd rather not talk to somebody at McDonald's. Yeah. Now when you go to right. McDonald's, there's a like little board. You hit the buttons. But one thing that I have noticed of recent is this. This was a perfect example. I was in the airport in Las Vegas last like maybe three weeks ago. The lady's like, "Oh." I'm going to use the uh, terminal so I can get this done quick. And she could not figure it out. Mm-hmm. And she's she hitting all, for help. I mean, she's hitting all the buttons. She's <laughs> asking me for help. She And I'm on the phone. And I'm like, I don't. <laughs> Please stop talking Chick-fil-A. to me, stranger. Just get, go to Chick-fil-A. And then she's asking. And I'm like, I'm thought to myself, you know what? There's certain jobs. They need humans. Yeah. Certain people yeah. need humans. Because I don't know about you guys, but about the 10th time I call a phone number and it's like, Hit one for this. And I'm like, I just want to talk to hu- human operator. Have you ever screamed operator into a phone? Well, that, yeah, that, a lot. There's certain jobs that you need human interaction. And I wholeheartedly feel it. Now, maybe I'm slanted because I'm a realtor. But I do not think that real estate agents are going to be obsolete. Do I think that bad real estate agents are going to be obsolete? No, they've already been obsolete. Yeah. They have already been unnecessary in a dying breed. A good realtor. You're going to need him in the near future, and there's several reasons why. Galen's like, Galen's going in on this one. He's about to do this podcast in I'm 12 about, minutes. I'm about to go in. <laughs> yeah, just like, well, think about it. Calm down. Let's, are, let's, let's take one subject. Energy. Let's take one. No coffee for you. Goodness. All right, well, think about this. What's some other jobs? Before we get into it, okay. what are some other jobs that you need a human to be in existence? A massage. <laughs> I mean, right? I mean, they do have. Well, like, it was like he was waiting for someone to ask him that. <laughs> the first thing Way that came, prepared for that. First thing that came to my mind. It'd be I, really why? weird if a robot was was. <laughs> mis- yeah, I don't trust it. I don't. I'm okay, not. all right, I see that. Because I mean, even don't with you like, tell me to turn over. <laughs> Even with the massage guns and all of the other like massage things that nah, you still need a person. Same. You don't want a robot doing that, Mm-mm. right? Mm-mm. You can't call a number. You can't outsource that. You can't put that on the World Wide Web. I'm sorry, I answered the best answer up front. I mean, that was. I have no other answers nonsense. to what you need people for. Is that that's the, as good as you can get? Well, you know, it's a good one that I always think about is like um, WebMD. Mm-hmm. So many people try to diagnose themselves by You're going always to dying. Web- I mean, it's like whatever it is. And WebMD does that just to cover their bases. So they're just like, hey, from a hangnail to a paper cut to stage four pancreatic cancer, the end result is death. But let's be real because you use that as an example. But for someone to get a real diagnosis, they still need a doctor, even if you had a virtual platform for you it. Desperately you would, you need would be, a doctor. you know, and that's coming up of eight, right? Zoom doctors and things like that where they for can sure. see you virtually, all that stuff. But you still need the person still to do it. Still need a person, right? 
So, and, and, and I'm all for anything that we can make easier for people. Yeah. And it's not about pulling somebody out, but can we just make it easier? I mean, I bought my one of my last cars from Carvana, which, if you don't know what Carvana is, it's the vending machine for Tell cars. Them. And you can buy a phone, you can buy, I mean, sorry, a car on your phone in like 24 seconds. I mean, when I bought that Audi, I literally was like, I think I just bought a car. Really, you, <laughs> Wait until yeah. it shows up. It's the best way to buy a car these days. I, I mean, mean Tesla you don't have the salesperson to deal with. It's, it's awesome. cheaper. They show up at your house. So the, the thing is, are we salespeople? Technically, yes. But we're not out there trying to sell you a house, right? We're just trying to guide you. So there's a difference between being a salesman and an advisor. And a lot of times with a car salesperson, I don't really need them to try to pitch me. I know what I want. But for someone that doesn't know what they want, a car salesman is still very important, right? To be able to go to a dealer and check options and everything like that if they need it. But what brought this conversation about, really, I think, is why we came up with this topic was the whole Zillow eye-buying fiasco. Absolutely. So if, if, you, if you don't know, which I'm, I'm sure if you're listening to this at all, you're very well aware, Zillow decided that they were going to cut realtors out of the business and go buy houses all over the country. And then they were going to fix them up and resell them and try to cut realtors out of the deal. But how did that go, Galen? It didn't go well, I'm going to be honest with you. I think what happened was Zillow started, they already aggregate data, right? Mm-hmm. And so they mm-hmm. started saying, you know what? We know the prices, time on markets. We can give you a Zestimate. Yeah. And we've talked about Zestimates and like their plus or minus in the past. And so they started to say, well, we can probably just make an offer on your house. And we think that'll go well. well the problem is it started to fall completely <laughs> apart and they completely had to withdraw all the money that they threw into it, all the advertising, the millions of dollars, all that stuff. It all crumbled down because you need a person because no one trusts these estimates. No one trusts whether it's going to take place. People were afraid to use it. Their their average prices were off. And so people were like, that's that's not close to being what my house is worth. I could easily get the better price on the, the market. And they're like, oh, but the data says and that is a lot of time what we see a lot of people say well my house is worth this according to my z estimate well and a lot of times zillow is buying the houses at more than the houses are worth too yeah because of their estimates. so it just goes to show you just how off the estimates are in general What's everybody 20 percent well so the way that they they say is in their best markets they're up to 10 percent off on a on a up or down, right? So, I mean, if you're in a $500,000 house, it could be worth four fifty. It could be worth five fifty. But that's a hundred thousand dollar swing. And now Zillow's coming in and saying, "All right, well, we'll give you the four seventy five. They're hoping that they can turn around and sell it for whatever four ninety five hundred with no fees and make a little money. But that did not happen. So they had to pull out. They had to cut staff. They realized this did not work. We need to go back to the drawing board. So when we think about Real estate agents, why are they so crucial? Or if you've got notes, you can throw out your thought. But okay. but really, I mean, what is the real estate agent's sole job? For my opinion? Sure. You know, one of the things that I do, and I think I do it pretty well, is that I navigate people through a difficult process. I make the real estate transaction relatively easy And the only reason I'm able to do that is because I've got experience and I know which way to go, which phone number to call. 
And that is a lot of times, there's certain questions in a real estate transaction. I had this conversation with a buyer the other day. There's certain questions in a real estate transaction that you just don't want to Google the answer to. Yeah. It's just a bad idea uh, to do it because that it's either one, you're going to find an answer that might not be your state specific, mm-hmm. might not be your situation yeah. specific, might not be, a, there's tax implications. You could end up losing money. You could end up having your transaction fall apart because maybe the data that someone put on was from 2019. And what happens every year when it comes to real estate? Well, there's a new adjustment. There's a new change. There's a new law. There's a new transaction policy. And so you need a realtor who's up on all of those things that can defend and articulate your best interest. So really, number one then would be that we're a knowledge broker. Knowledge broker, absolutely. I mean, think about it like this. Even if you've bought or sold a house before without a realtor, or even if you used a realtor and you said, now I know the process. The average buyer seller only moves every seven or eight years mm-hmm. and stuff drastically changes from year to year. I mean, our paperwork changes literally probably every six months <laughs> we get paperwork and realtors are really bad at it too. Don't get me wrong. Realtors that don't write a lot of offers, I, they will botch stuff so bad when yeah. like a change comes in because they don't realize that it changed because they haven't written an offer in six months. But um, at the end of the day, the knowledge is probably the biggest thing up front, right? Well, just the guidance. It's not about, I mean, even finding a house too. Like you can go on Zillow, like we said, and you can you can look for a house. But at the end of the day, who's working for you if you set up a showing with the list agent or the seller? Yeah, I, I think there's, to piggyback off that, there's no more, in my opinion, vulnerable situation to be in is when one side has a realtor and the other side does not. Yeah. Because it's like, man, it's like he's not working for you. He might, you know, I can help you. I'm like, but ultimately he's got that buyer brokerage agreement with one side that he's probably listing agreement, listing agreement. You know, he's got a substantial relationship with them. And so he's going, he's a family friend, you know, he's going to defend them. And so you're, you're left kind of, you know, vulnerable, open to, you know, not say taken advantage of, but you know, if, if it comes to push and shove, you're getting shoved. Yeah. Do you think the time of change where the younger people like nowadays the are going to be coming in in the next 10 or 10 years or buying a home they're they're okay with the process of being less human reaction because it's just the time of change and that's yeah. how things are done? Yeah, yeah and, and and in all honesty, I think that we should move to to less interaction overall and, and streamlining the process whether you pull a realtor out or not. See, at, at the end of the day, you think about it, the MLS used to just be printed in binders. And if, if you wanted to buy a house back in the day, you'd be like, here's our binder of houses. Here's all the houses. Well, photography was also not a thing 20 yeah. years ago. Well, and you, and you have to think, like, at the end of the day, think about how far we've come. Can you imagine, like, I mean, Galen, how much do you hate when you, like, a buyer sets up showings on a house and you, like, get to it and they're just like, oh, no, I hate it. Let's We don't have to go inside. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, this neighborhood's terrible, right? So back then, and you have pictures, and you have details, and you have Google Maps, and you have all of these things now. Like, oh, now. it's right across the street from a cemetery. It's oh my, like, yeah, that's what the pictures show. All of the show. things you could have figured out. But like back in the day, you would have literally just been like, all right, well, there's four houses in my binder, and I don't have pictures of them, and I don't have any information, and I have, I've got a, a printed map so that I've, I've outlined directions to hop them. Hop in my car. Hop in my car. We're going to drive around, and we're going to see how you like the neighborhoods, like this. It's terrible nowadays you can look right so we've made that easier right yes we used to not be able to electronically sign documents so if you wanted to sign so a contract you'd be like all right agnes i'll be at your house tonight at 8 30 
and we'll sign all these things off, and then I'll go back and fax it over to the other side, and it'll look like it came out of a burnt toaster, and we'll try to put this contract together. And right? they'll say, they'll be like, hey, can you refax it? The toner is off, can't read it, and you're like, we do this about six or seven more times. So we've streamlined the process to make it easy, but at the end of the day, you still need that knowledge broker. Right. So could you could you somehow streamline it more where maybe you have some kind of company that that gives that knowledge to somebody? Possibly. But now who's going to show the houses? Right. So now it's like, all right, maybe you've got some kind of company that says, here's all the knowledge you need to get through this process by yourself. Great. Um, Who's going to show me the houses? Who's going to open the door? I mean, that may be a simplified thing of, you know, I don't know. You would think that would like be... Like a code or something? Maybe. There's certain things that I, I, I always look at. There's certain aspects of human nature that just can't be eliminated. It's like trust, right? Yeah. It's like, all right, so I give this person the code to come to my house by themselves. I don't really know them. Like, at least right now, you've got a realtor. You know, he's you know he's got a license. There's ramifications for his actions. Yeah. So there's, like, certain things that, like, trust is on both sides. You know, you need to, like... Some, like I, I've had so many clients that... Perfect example is a client. They are from another country. They said, you know what? Just, just tell me straight. Now, he kept on saying that. Just tell me straight. Just talk, talk to me straight. Like, what's, what's, what am I doing? What's the ramifications? It's like, I can't imagine his situation. He's like coming here. Then he's got to like Google or just like read a document. And be like, well, I hope I'm reading this correctly. I hope I'm understanding these laws correctly so that I'm not, you know, put in a terrible position. Yeah, and at the end of the day, like, there's going to be certain times where maybe it's more likely that you'll need a buyer's agent over a listing agent. Like, right now, houses are hot, right? For sure. So you could definitely put your house online and try to do a for sale by owner and and probably get it sold. Statistically, though, you'll always sell it for less than if you sold with a realtor. It's like 10 to 20% less on Mm -hmm. average that you would sell that house without a realtor. But let's just forget the statistics. Can it be done? Sure. But then once the markets turn again, right, and now it's... Um, in the buyer's favor, well, again, now you're going to want somebody that's actually going to go out and market that house and take real pictures and have relationships with other realtors and have other buyers on their lists and things like that. So at the end of the day, I think it comes down to convenience as well. You know, we talked about Carvana. It's so easy to buy a house or a car through Carvana, and it's incredibly easy. CarMax, great, right? They're no haggle, right? Yeah. They may not give you the best trade in value. I was just thinking about that. It's also a great uh, Carvana is great if you want to sell your car. That's like, it too. So, like so the way I look at minutes. it is, you had you had car dealers for a long time, and you just had to go to a car dealer. Then CarMax came in, and they were like, we're not going to haggle. We're not going to do discounts. We're, we're going to do simple trade-ins. It is what it is. And all of the car dealerships thought they, they were crazy. They were like, this isn't going to work. This is a dumb idea. And then it worked. And then mm-hmm. Carvana came in, and they are like, we don't even need you to come in. We're just going to drop the cars off. We don't need dealerships. So they've, they've made this progress. Car dealerships are still a thing. But the way I look at it is it's what do you want, right? If you want to trade your car, you can put it on Craigslist. And you can deal with all of the, the, the buyers and the tire kickers and the scam artists and the people from Nigeria and everything else that Sorry, you want. people from Nigeria. If you're listening in Nigeria, you're not all scam artists. But, but you got to deal with the hassle, right? And maybe you'll get another 1000 or $2,000 more for your car. Or you can take it into the dealer and you can trade it in, right? And you can haggle and fight with the salesman all day and maybe get a little bit more than CarMax would give you. But, you know, you can feel like you one-upped them and then you can go buy whatever car you want at that dealer. Again, if it's Honda, I guess you're probably buying a Honda. You're trading in at that one. Or you come with CarMax and you say, hey, they're not going to haggle me. They're going to give me what I want. I can drive off in a car today. 
Or you can Carvana and they can come pick it up, right? Each each option, there's no wrong option. No. It's just which is your preference. And I think that's where real estate agents fall. Can you for sale by owner? Yeah, of course you can. You don't know have the paperwork. It's going to be a nightmare. The agent on the other side is going to hate you. Most likely it will not be smooth. It will probably not be fully legal because you're probably not going to give out your residential property disclosures and your lead-based paint disclosures and all the other stuff you're supposed to be doing. But you can do it. Can you buy a house without a realtor? Yeah. 100%. It saves you absolutely zero money. You don't get represented. It's a train wreck, but you can do it. Can you sell your house with a discount broker? 100%, right? You can get it in MLS. You can pay them a flat fee. They're not going to do all the legwork for you, but they'll get it into the MLS for you so that other agents will see it. Great. Can you do full service? 100%. So I look at real estate agents like us as we're the full service, zero hassle option, right? If you're okay with paying the money, we're going to make sure that this is the smoothest process, the easiest process. You're not going to have to worry about things. You're not going to have to stress about things. And at the end of the day, the reason real estate agents will not ever become obsolete is because there's always people out there that want the convenience over the hassle. Yeah. I always think about just like the idea of like, there's certain things like, I don't want to be stressed out doing certain things, right? Yeah. I don't like, I don't like spending money. Like I was trying to like buy something the other day and I was like, this is, it was like shirts or something. I'm just like, oh my goodness, like I got to do this. And then, personal like, shoppers. Could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. As you can do a personal <laughs> shopper. Yeah. It's like, yeah. like you want that stress free because what happens if it's like a nightmare? It's like, are you likely going to do it again? No. No, you're I, definitely not. I'm doing building it a house right this second. I flip houses. If you're looking at our YouTube banner or whatever it is, you see that we're flippers, we're builders, we're realtors. We do all of that stuff. Could I have built my own custom house on my lot? Sure. Would it be an absolute nightmare? (laughs) 100%. In a year, I wouldn't want to live in the house. I'd be like, forget this house. So I know that I'm now going to have to pay a builder. You know, he's probably going to make well over $100,000, I would imagine, on this build, right? That's a huge paycheck for somebody and a huge loss to me if I could have saved over $100,000, $120,000, 140000 I don't know, whatever it is. I'm guessing with that, the, the margins, I'm guessing that's what it is, maybe a little more. <laughs> but I paid for the convenience. <laughs> I was thinking, like, when I was thinking about you about this topic the other day, just about, like, very similar, you're very good with cars. Mm-hmm. Like, you grew up as a kid having a background of, like, working on your car. But right? I will never be able to change like, in my Porsche. You, you or... did anything never. to your car, right? Never. Exactly. It's like there's a convenience and a comfort mm-hmm. of just saying, hey, uh, are mechanics obsolete? No, no, they're not. I mean, I don't care how many YouTube videos you watch. I'll take it a step further and say that even if I was like I am now, like once I got Porsches and exotics, I'm like, I'm, I'm also not the oldest person. I had my first Porsche at 23. I'm 32 now. I'm on like the fifth or sixth one. I just know that any older person buying a Porsche from a 20-some-year-old or now 32-year-old is going to want to see records. So I think that the records <laughs> He are, doesn't want to hear that you did it yourself. Oh, I'm like, bro. I'm an oil change in this thing. Swapped out all Changed that. out all the brakes, all those things. Yeah, <laughs> Top-notch no. <laughs> brake pads. But here's the thing. We'll take it a step further and say that I even pay more to service right. it at Porsche because I know that I can call Porsche and they're going to have a car waiting for me. Oh, pick absolutely. Up. They're going to wash my car when I drop it off, so it's going to be clean when I come to pick it up, right? It's concierge service. If I have to sit there and wait, I've got food, I've got coffee, peri- Wi-Fi, like sparkling water, Perrier, whatever, right? Well, the, the thing is, is that also the older, and this is back to my point about younger and newer, like I think about my mother-in-law and my father-in-law, they had no clue, no clue how to go about 
the day and age of selling a house. Like yeah. that's why you did it, and so I knew you were going to do the right job and stuff like that. But they, when they bought their last car, they were shocked that when I went with them, they were they were done in less than twenty minutes. The last time they bought their car, they were there for eight hours. Yeah. Oh, God. oh my God. Well, and so actually, Galen had said something in the beginning that that rings true to that, and that's maybe like this the last point that we'll touch on before we wrap this up. And that is, I wrote down some people will always need help. Oh yeah. So that's the other thing. Not only will people pay for convenience because it just makes their life easier. They're like, take my 6%, right? But then on the top of that, some people are just, no matter where they are, they're going to be a first-time home buyer. They're going to be older and just not know. They're going to be clueless. Whatever it is, this isn't their This isn't their, their thing, right? So it's just like, whatever. If I need the help, I have to pay somebody to help me. And that's how everything is in life, right? Yeah, I mean, 100%. literally almost everything in life is is rooted around convenience. Every business is find a need for something that people don't want to do and oh, then yeah. solve that need. And that's how every successful business starts. How do you want to spend your time? Right? So at do you what, want to be a part-time Google realtor? Or do you want to just say like, hey, let me let this guy take care of it, speed and convenience. So can technology get eye-buying right at some point, unlike Zillow? Maybe. Yeah. Can 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 technology get one maybe lawyer or agent or closing company in the middle of a deal and and let it all work out? Hey, maybe a great business idea would be somebody that is fizzboing to bring buyers in and say, hey, there's this company that once we have the buyer, they will do everything in the middle for us and it works out. I mean, I'm and maybe there's a company like that out there already, yeah. but I'm sure there's stuff like that that would work great. But at the end of the day, there's always going to be that seller that says, man. Can someone put a sign out here and not, let me not deal with this? And there's always going to be a buyer that says, I am tired of calling every listing agent on every house and feeling like someone's trying to swindle me <laughs> yep. into buying this house. I just need somebody to guide me. I don't know who, what inspectors to call. I don't know what lawyers to call. I don't know what closing companies to call. I don't know what a termite inspection is. I've never seen a termite. Who pays for this? I've been who talking pays to for this? about that this morning. They're yeah. Like, why do I? Have, I'm like you don't have to pay for it. Just someone explain this paperwork to me. You know what I mean? I wrote down when problems arise, when you need questions answered, and a calm wind on an angry ocean. That's beautiful. Thank you. Wow, that's, that's so beautiful. I'm a poet at heart. All right, so Galen, will real estate agents become obsolete? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Why? Because people love convenience, and people will always need help. help. That's it. That's our show today. RV Real Estate Talk. Podcast number 26. Thank you for listening. I'm Jared Davis. And I'm still Galen Parker. That's right. If you want to reach out and follow us, feel free to like, subscribe on our YouTube, uh, Living in Richmond, our new YouTube channel. Please, please, please go out and check that out as well. Coming too fast. And then Instagram underscore underscore the Davis group. Please let us know how we can help you build your real estate business. Feel free to reach out to us at any time. If you have a real estate question that you would like to ask Jared or Galen, reach out to them at jared at centralvarealty.com or galen at centralvarealty.com. Who knows? It may even be featured on an upcoming episode. 